like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Oh, I, I'm so sorry. I hate to start an interview like that, but I don't know why I did that. It's uh, it's Dr. Forrest Tennant, and I'm sorry about that. The strange medical saga of John F. Kennedy, and I I have no no explanation why I said William. So I won't even pretend to know why that came out of my mouth. I I've been reading the book, loved the book, uh, almost finished the book, uh, and so I'm so grateful that you came on Coast to Coast to talk about. The Strange Medical Saga of John F. Kennedy. Hello. Hi, how are you? Pretty good, quite well. Okay, great. Uh, I heard your introduction, and it was quite good and quite quite accurate. I'm not sure what I could add to it. Well, I know what you're going to add to it, because i got a million questions. I dog-eared this book more than I dog-ear most. Um, and it, 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 the... The part, I mean, so we know, um, and I'll go over your, I mean, you certainly have plenty of bona fides, and you are an established authority on pain, Um, and so it's interesting that even so much of what we don't know about John F. Kennedy was the real timeline of his pain, that it starts really almost you know, I, this was news to me. So, I mean, I, I, I guess I've read bios and they didn't go into, they didn't drill down this deep. But born in 1917, and almost from the very beginning, the point you make is that, uh, that John F. Kennedy was born into a life of physical pain. Yes, yes. He, 
exactly why he ever survived infancy and, and childhood is, is, is a miracle. I mean, Cash was nine lives had nothing on John F. Kennedy. Uh, no. One, one really, uh, one of the things that as you study his case, how and why he managed to live is just uh, some sort of a miracle. And uh, uh, I, I came to believe that his charm, his personality, his uh, vigor to live and and to provide really excellent leadership from, probably came from his experiences in just overcoming death one time after another. Well, you know, and I'm going to amplify something, a point that you imply and sort of you, you kind of connect him, but I'm going to. I'm going to sharpen it even further and say, had he not been born into a family of wealth, he would have died in infancy. He would have died before he was two years old, probably. But they, the family had so much money and were able to provide the best care, the best doctors, um, that he, would, he, he, he didn't have to die. He's living proof of that. But it's a, it is a kind of medical miracle that he didn't. Well, it really is, and you know, I've written about two other men who have uh, written the medical saga of Howard Hughes and Elvis Presley, and you know, if they had not had access to wealth, let's be honest about it, to find the very best doctors and hire the very best doctors who were willing to innovate, none of those people would have lived very long. And and John F. Kennedy, uh, there's no no two ways about it. They had enough money to find the very best doctors there at Harvard and uh, around the country, uh, which they did. And, uh, you know, I, there's no question in my mind that if he had been born into it, a normal family of normal financial means, I don't think he would have made it. No. Because he, he was have. able to, uh, uh, right from the start, like he, he, he survived scarlet fever in those days and all his infections in, in childhood required. I mean, uh, you know, he spent half, half his time at... Uh, uh, with with doctors, I, I'm not talking about nurses, but the very best doctors. So that had a factor in in helping him survive. And there's a difference, and you know, please explain. But there's a difference between hospitals and clinics very often. And clinics is where, I mean, that's the expensive care. That's the one-on-one care that you allude to, and that's what he got from a very early age. As opposed to, he's a sickly kid. He went to the hospital. Yes, uh, and he also uh, his doctors made house calls also. Oh right, uh, and so he had access to an outpatient clinic as well as uh, going into the hospital at at any time. Uh, the, you know that his number of hospitalizations are not even countable. I mean, right? They, they rain, they go up into the dozens, and I tried to quantitate the number of hospitalizations, but. Uh, I couldn't quite do that because sometimes he'd go into the hospital for a day. Another thing, uh, in those years, which is totally gone today in medicine, uh, doctors would admit people to a hospital just to do diagnostic workups. When I was a very young doctor, just graduated, that was common. I remember personally putting people in the hospital just to do glucose tolerance tests or x-rays. And so that was common in those days. Today, it's far too expensive to do that, and of course, our technology is so much better that you don't need to go into the hospital. But again, he had excellent care uh, by his physicians and also a very 
uh, a mother who was uh, obviously quite quite a right. great nurse. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Just a shame, you know, that they took him from us. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, knocking on doors, uncovering new evidence, including the DNA of a potential killer. Uh, my name is Danny Smith. I'm a detective uh, with Miramar Police Department. This is Scott Weinberger. We're actually reopening an old case, and your name came up. Untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one murder, but almost a dozen. I thought they were going to kill me, so I kept my mouth shut, and I didn't say anything. All these years, I didn't say anything. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And a force of nature. I mean, she was going to, she was doing everything that she could. Again, we're talking about uh, the, the, and it is the, the perfect description, the strange medical saga of John F. Kennedy. Uh, and uh, thank you, uh, Forrest Tennant, again, for being on. We'll get to questions for you later on. But let me let, let, let's do this. If you could list the things that John F. Kennedy as a baby Jack suffered between birth and two. Because that's how I really like how you broke up the book in terms of infancy, childhood, teenage years, young adult, all of that. So what can you name all of the of his afflictions uh, during his uh, during his infancy? Right. That's that's quite easy to do because they were all infections. Uh, I think I have a chapter there. I decided to call yeah. it. No, no infection left behind. You're right. Uh, he the, he had all the usual uh, childhood illnesses, uh, measles, mumps, uh, but he also had whooping cough, which in those years uh, often took your life. Exactly. Uh, and also he developed uh, uh, scarlet fever. 
that was the one that uh, that his survival was uh, unusual because uh, scarlet fever was it was a uh, streptococcus bacteria and uh, and it's hardly known today but it it caused both rheumatic fever or scarlet fever and rheumatic heart disease and it also caused later kidney failure any one of those and he managed to uh, survive scarlet fever. And what's amazing about it is that, see, there were no antibiotics in those days. So uh, exactly what the doctors did is, is a mystery. Uh, if one starts to study medical practice uh, prior to World War II, do you know it's almost hard to find out what in the world the doctors did do? Right. Very little is recorded, uh, surprisingly. Uh, but whatever they did do, he did make scarlet fever. He was near death, uh, and that was the big one uh, uh, during his infancy. Uh, how he he managed to survive scarlet fever, and that uh, you know thousands and thousands of babies uh, died of scarlet fever or rheumatic fever in those days. And just a little sidebar on that: the whole concept of autoimmunity meaning you developed a disease later on, and today you hear about that with COVID all the time, uh, was really initially discovered uh, following scarlet fever and uh, rheumatic fever. You got a sore throat, you had a streptococcus infection, and then later on the streptococcal infection turned into developed antibodies or, or autoimmune toxic substances in the body that caused kidney disease and heart disease and death. So he managed to survive that. Uh, he was never given a last rites for it or anything. He got that later. But, uh, but we could summarize his whole problem in infancy and childhood as he was born without the normal uh, uh, resistance of the body to infections. And and also, if, and I think it starts in infancy, right? I have to go back and look at uh, my notes, but... Um, where right away there was a nourishment problem. Yes. Uh, this is the other thing that, uh, uh, frankly, until I really got into studying his records and everything, and it was one of the things that uh, the family didn't like to talk about it. John F. Kennedy didn't like to talk about it. But he was born uh, with his, this autoimmune problem. Now, let me define autoimmunity real simple for the audience, because people hear that term, but they're not certain what right. it means. Autoimmunity, uh, immunity means you're resistant to something. You're resistant to organisms, bacteria, toxins, poisons. So you'd think that autoimmunity means it's automatic immunity. Right. It doesn't mean right. that at all. <laughs> what it means is that you've got a destructive element in the body that is uh, slowly attacking and eating away and eroding collagen in tissues. Now, that destructive substance can be uh, a, a toxin, an enzyme, uh, an infectious agent, a poison, uh, or it can be an antibody. And so John F. Kennedy, from birth, had some toxic element uh, in his body. Uh, we think it was an antibody, but nobody knows. But he had a toxic element in his body from birth that started eating away some of his tissues. And the one that caused him the most problem during his lifetime was an attack on his intestine. 
and he started in childhood developing all kinds of bowel and intestinal problems. He'd have alternating constipation one day, then diarrhea, he'd have bloating, he'd have pain, indigestion, and he actually carried his uh, intestinal problems until till death. Uh, in other words, uh, from from day from year one to year forty six, he had this intestinal problems. Now today we would probably call that celiac disease. It was not that name was not applied at that time. His doctor right. called it duodenitis or just colitis, but that began in his child and during childhood. So he had to fight the the paddle of the bathroom uh, literally right. his entire life. And the and then it, it also irritable bowel syndrome. Some people yes. would that overlap with that. Yeah, so, those uh, those very symptoms would would be part of it. In other words, it, it would be called a a mega irritable bowel. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no. Thinking. Yeah, it's fair. The, again, we're talking about the strange medical saga of John F. Kennedy, and we're not even out of his infancy yet with uh, Doctor Forrest Tennant. So. I, I, here's how I understand autoimmune. This is how it's always been explained to me, is um, that auto meaning self and immune, in this case, meaning you're not even immune to yourself. And that that's you're good, attacking... Good way you're, of thinking about it. That's, that's an excellent description. Right. And so we are... That's how people who are autoimmune, their, their first line of defense is actually the first line of offense to their that's body. Yeah. You got it. Yep. Okay. So that's that in itself, again, were it not for the financial resources, for the experimental treatments, um, that in itself could have killed um, John F. Kennedy as a baby. But he survives past the two-year mark of, of infancy into childhood. And at some point, then we get into this whole adrenal gland Thing. Can you can you explain that that when to, going into the next phase of of his health problems? Yes, uh, we mentioned autoimmunity, and incidentally, one of the reasons why I wrote this book is that, from what I can tell, this whole concept of autoimmunity may be the plague of all of humans in this century. Huh. Uh, I I can't think of anything that's a bigger public health or issue, and, and COVID is only making people realize this. They're calling it long COVID and trying to apply other names, and what it really is is post-viral autoimmunity, meaning that you've got uh, destructive elements in your body eating away at some of your tissues. Okay. And so his, uh, uh, the endocrinologist, years after Kennedy's birth, uh, d- described a, a condition in which uh, autoimmunity or destructive elements from birth uh, uh, started destroying glands. And uh, Kennedy's, uh, the big target of his autoimmune glandular disease was his adrenal glands, but he also had his thyroid attacked and his testicles attacked in later life. Uh, uh, and, and so people who have this rare condition will have their pancreas attacked. That gives you the diabetes. Thyroid will be attacked. Uh, your testicles or ovaries can be uh, attacked. And certainly the adrenal glands can be attacked. What it looks like historically is that his adrenal glands probably 
were uh, attacked and would deteriorate and then it'd probably regrow and then deteriorate. And so it was kind of a up and down thing over a, a period of years until he was finally diagnosed with Addison's disease uh, when he was uh, uh, right after World War II. Uh, when he was uh, right about 30 years of age. So between birth and age 30, his adrenal gland slowly started to fail. Okay, explain the role of adrenal glands in the human body. Uh, Adrenal glands, uh, uh, first off, uh, they were uh, uh, adrenal glands. You have have two of them. They're so valuable to the body that the good Lord gives us two of them, one sitting on top of, of each kidney, and they used to be called suprarenal glands, meaning on top of the kidney, but just for short, they call them adrenal glands. And in 1855, uh, a pathologist uh, in, in Britain by the name of Thomas Addison uh, discovered that some people had their adrenal glands that were eaten away, and they died. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts, the medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts I'm Scott Weinberger, journalist and former deputy sheriff. In my new podcast series, Cold-Blooded, I'm embedded in the cold case investigation into the death of firefighter Billy Halper. Experience this investigation in a truly unique way, untangling secrets that may reveal the answers to not only one case, but almost a dozen. Listen to Cold-Blooded, The Apollo Jim Murders on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.